Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. I think we're only as good as the community that's around us. And so today I want to talk about community. As you well know, we've been talking about being a conqueror and um, how that no weapon formed against us will prosper, how that we were designed to win, how God has called us uh, to be even more than conquerors. There's, there's so much more in him, but he's not designed us to be losers. Um, but something that's very important is the people that we surround ourselves. If you're not in the right community, um, it can cause you to not see God's best for you in your life. And I think that's so important is understanding what Jesus was saying when he said, the gates of hell will not win against my church. And he's not talking about a physical building per se. He's talking about his people. And so I just want to talk about how important community is and what community is meant to us. So I thank Kenny and, and Diamond for being on stage and sharing a little piece of their story and how they came into community. So let's, let's start right there. Um, Kenny, tell me, what have you really grown to value about community? All right, well, first of all, uh, good afternoon, and uh, it's an honor to be here uh, with uh, all of you. Um, for me, what I really value uh, most about community is that, uh, like you said earlier, this is a journey. You know, we're all on a journey, and we all have different stories. And um, there's sometimes in life, if you're not in a community and you isolate yourself, you might think that what you're going through is like unique to yourself and like you're being picked on. And I think, uh, you know, for me in the community and being part of one really helped me. Uh, number one, just revisit and uh, recentering that, you know, not only God is, uh, should be at the center of everything that I do. Um, and also it just taught me a lot about just being uh, resilient because, uh, you know, again, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all going to go through our own like personal uh, battles and uh, journeys and uh, whether it's through the testimonies and uh, even through some of your sermons, it, it, it's not by coincidence that Sometimes some of the things that you share is what I needed at the time or uh, to get me through uh, certain battles that I'm facing. It's really God using you or people and their experience as a vessel. Um, and through that, I could, you know, ultimately help someone else, uh, you know, because I think one unique thing I love about hope is that uh, we have people that are in various stages of their journey. Some yeah. people have been seen at all, I would think, almost think, and uh, some people are just starting out. So. You know, there's so many people that you could uh, guide on, and you can only get that through uh, the community. Amen. Diamond, um, I know this question wasn't on the list, but I know that you and Kenny, as I was just looking at you guys, um, like your story, knowing both of your backstories, you lost a lot um, growing up. You lost a lot, but then what do you... Because I, I feel that God, God never leaves us. It says he never leaves the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread. So what is it that you found that God gave you? You know, the enemy comes to, we talked about that. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, you know. But we serve a God who does so much more. What did God give you when you came into community? Um, for one, I think the ability to be up here, because when you texted me, I was like, Brother Josh, you want me up here? <laughs> um, 
but it gives you a place of security, um, accountability, and a place to be vulnerable as well. Um, when you are connected to the right community, um, because being connected to the right community is important, yeah. where if you need someone to call on and say, hey, this is what I'm going through, it's a place of no judgment. It's a place of we're there for you. It's a place of you got this. It's a place of when I'm weak, you know, your community is strong for you. Um, it's a place of someone pouring into you when you're empty. Um, but you can't get that if you're not connected to the right source of community. Amen. Do you think there's people that they think that that they're just not going to win, but it's really that they're just not connected to the right people. Um, I think that's important. Um, in my personal life growing up, I wasn't big on friendships, which wasn't the right thinking. Um, that was a lack of trust. So I think when you get connected to the right people, um, I'm big on get friends that pray with you, yeah. um, not friends that that's just good. talk about you. No, you um, and whether wherever they are in their journey, I think it's important to have community that's going to pray for you. So if you have a community that's in the battle with you, you will always win. Amen. Amen. That's so good. And I was just thinking back a little bit on how you've grown up in this community. Like we've seen you from a little bit to now a grown woman married, you know, adulting as they say. And I just wanted to, to I think it's important to mention for those that are parents or those that maybe you have already raised your own, there is such a need to exemplify and reiterate the importance of community and, and this community, like the church of God, because there's so many people that have tried to devalue the importance. It's not, hey, it's an add-on. Hey, it's something that's a great plus. It's actually a scriptural command that says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves. And I know that your mama was so faithful in the church. She showed up whenever there was something going on, when the doors were open, whether it was prayer, whether it was choir practice, whether, you know, whatever the need was, your mom has been there and she would bring you and it along, you know. And I just think that's so commendable and important to, to say, hey, we're going to be examples for our kids. We're going to show them consistency and say, we need to go. Yeah, you don't feel good. Let's go. Let's pray. Let's pray together. Let's. Let's get agreement if you're struggling in an area. And sometimes I think as parents, we struggle with things that other parents are also going through. But if you would link up with the right people, the, the people that God has surrounded you with, it could really encourage you along the way. So it's important to remember community. And just as the last note, those that have already raised kids, these kids today need Examples. They need godly men, godly women that are going to say, we see God in you. We see the greatness that God has for you that can speak identity and life into these children that are growing. That's good. That's very good. Um, so let's, 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 let's go back here to this community that conquers. You know, um, some battles we can't win by ourselves. Um, Kenny, how has the, the community at Hope helped you conquer? I'll give you uh, an example. Uh, it's a roundabout way and just kind of give you all a quick story. Um, I'm part of various communities. Like one of them is like a running community, right? I, I enjoy running and working out. Yeah. And um, 
couple weeks ago, I decided I wanted to go run about seven miles. And, uh, you know, I do it all the time. I run half marathons and things. And it was late at night, and I uh, messaged a couple people in that group and said, uh, in a group, and I said, hey, I'm going to run seven miles tomorrow morning. Who, who, who's down? Within five minutes, I got a call, a message back, and someone says, where and what time? The earlier, the better. And the way that all kind of relates is that, um, you know, within the running and going through and the person, the reason why they said, you know, the earlier, the better was they were going to uh, a, uh, a breakfast with their men's ministry in church. And through that, he started not only learning about, uh, again, their spiritual walk and faith and things of that nature. But to kind of relate that back uh, to this is that um, I'm part of this, uh, you know, the group, the Hope's Men group. And um, last time I checked, there's about 35 or so people. Now, imagine I send the same message and say, hey, I'm going through a really dark time in my life. I'm going through something's happening and I need prayers. And, uh, you know, I have a community of fellow conquerors and other people that I could count on and, uh, you know, rely on. And really like the name of the church, not to, uh, you know, be cliche, but, you know, there's hope, right? When you can like, you know, find a group and people that can really help you. And it kind of goes back to what I said earlier, where, um, again, whether it's the sermons, the people, uh, you know, that's really what makes, uh, you know, for me in terms of like the community, because I've been through a lot, um, you know, personally, not just like, uh, you know, through my upbringing, you know, I've had deaths in the family, I've had, you know, professional challenges and imposter syndrome and all of that. So just kind of continuing to, again, surround yourself around people that will motivate you and uh, just really show you at the end of the day, I mean, and I've talked to you about it a lot where um, it's again, leaving it up to God and just having confidence that, um, you know, you never would have made it without him. And also he is still going to be here throughout, you know, the future. So it just gives me a little bit more peace of mind as I continue to go through unknown, um, you know, things in life. I think what you said is so good. Yeah. I think we, we get this idea in our head sometimes that we're, we're I, I'm strong enough to stand alone. But actually, it's real strength to say, hey, I need somebody to walk with me. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to surround myself with a team that's going to help me accomplish these dreams that God has placed in my life. And there's nobody that really gets anywhere of note without good people around them. And so I think that's what we're really seeing about community. And one of the things that really made me and Pastor Corinne fall in love with community and decide to take up the mantle of being pastors. Why? It's because community is so beautiful and community is so powerful. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, you, know, you go together, right? Yes. Yeah. It's good. So what are some of the things... Um, what, what, let, let's, let's talk about the turning point, right? Because we all have our different, our different points where we realize, I need community. What was, what was your moment like that, Diamond? Um, I think for me it was... When I was graduating with my master's, um, I sought community through friends at that time. Um, but like Kenny was just saying, there's different communities. So if I didn't have my community of classmates at that time to push me to study, um, I don't think I would have kept going so far. And then I think when I got married, um, just being locked into, that's when I realized the right community. Um, because as a married person, when you get connected to the right community, whether it was a marriage community, I remember, um, we would meet with, um, 
they're my Uncle Fluff and Auntie Carol, but Pastor Clarence and um, Pastor Carol, and they used to have us over at night, but they would teach us things. Um, and then you realize it's not just your husband that leaves the cup on the counter um, where the sink is three feet away. Um, <laughs> Or, you know, that you're not just going crazy or being connected to, um, I text uh, Minister Kendi a few weeks ago and I'm like, can you pray? And she's like, on it. Or I go to Miss Annette, can you pray? I text Pastor Curran all the time, like, hey, I'm not feeling this. My buddy Dom back there, like, hey, like, I'm not crazy, right? Okay. Um, but even when somebody just texts you or call you and check up on you, you're like, they can sense you. But you can't get that if you're not part of a community. Right. Yeah. I, I think sometimes we, um, you know, being in community, it's more work. It's more work, but it's more support. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing. I love what Psalm 133 says. It says, how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil. A lot of times people focus so much on, oh, this person's so talented or this person's so anointed. But right here in scripture, it's telling us that being in fellowship, being in unity, being in harmony, being in community is just as important as being gifted or anointed. Yeah. Said how wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as... As the anointing oil. The anointing oil, not any anointing oil, the anointing oil that was specifically poured over Aaron. Like it's just as important as the fivefold ministry is the ministry of community, is being connected. You know, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Like we do not function independent of each other. We are like one, <laughs> we're one Holy Ghost bush, right? We're one, we're all connected to Jesus. So w that means if we're connected to Jesus, there's no way not to be connected to each other. And I think the more we embrace that, the more we can benefit from that. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, can see I you, think. You, you, you. <laughs> no, well, you know how I get sometimes. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, when I think about the turning point, sometimes it's not necessarily getting connected, but it's sometimes getting reconnected. Yeah. And I think that's something that's very, very important because I grew up in the church and, uh, you know, I was always, like, grounded, and I knew it, but, like, for certain things in life, school, moving, professional, like, you just kind of get disconnected a little yeah. bit, right? And you move away, and it wasn't as convenient, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a, a car or a certain part of your body. If you don't focus on, like, all areas, and you're right. just kind of focusing on certain communities, um, you know, when you start having different battles and things like that, you know, you start kind of just breaking. Everything just starts falling apart, so... I think for me, it wasn't necessarily getting connected, but it was just really getting reconnected. And, um, you know, there wasn't no shame in showing that, hey, you know, I got away, but, you know, hey, I can come back. And, uh, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing um, that's really um, helped me. Uh, and, uh, you know, you don't want to wait until uh, something bad happens in your life. But, uh, you know, it's never too late regardless. And I think that, uh, you know, that really uh, was something that, you know, really empowered me to come back and uh, just be involved. That's good. That's so good. I, I think something that you said is so important. It's like, um, of course, you know, we're going to be there. Of course, the church is, is there. And of course, good believers are going to be there. 
um, to throw out that lifeline when you're in trouble. But how much better is it if you're already connected, then it yeah. does, the crisis doesn't get to the place where it could get to if you're disconnected. So talk to me, um, talk to me, Kenny. What, why is it so important for a Christian to be connected to community? Why is that so important? Well, it's that uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you're always going to have battles in life. And, uh, you know, it's, again, really important to not only, um, you know, know like where your sauce, God is is the source, but uh, just, again, being around people that will help you not only fight those battles, help you with, uh, you know, their knowledge, um, being around people that will pray for you and be around. I mean, uh, again, there's certain groups for certain things and it's like you know ultimately god will reveal to you that uh you know there's again a bunch of different people and uh by being involved in the church and uh, it just not only revealed to me the people here mm-hmm. but also i find out that people that i didn't think was part of that community yeah. they're also part of like the spiritual and faith walk so one thing as an example is uh you know we're talking about this in like the men's ministry of how to bring up you know, God and, uh, you know, just our faith journey in other areas. And again, it revealed to me, again, other people that not only are also there uh, or uh, just people that are need prayer and help. And, uh, you know, I could not only get uh, for myself, but also help others uh, as well. So just that part of the community just also shows me how to disciple and advocate and help other people. And I think that's been really big. Same question, Diamond. Like, why is it so important for us as Christians to be connected in a community? Um, I think one of the th- reasons why it's important is because sometimes we need to be checked. Like, we, we, you know, we do things and it's not in line. But when you have a community that's not going to condone what you're doing that's not right or not of God, you need a community to check you. And we have to be willing to be checked. Like, because um, some things we can do without even realizing that that wasn't the right thing. Um, but also, your community is important because when you say, hey, I need you to hold me accountable to do that, you need a community that's going to say, hey, you said you wasn't going to do that. Or, hey, like, remember you said this. Um, and I, when you text, I um, said that uh, about a few months ago, I told, I had a conversation with one of my friends who um, church dissolved because her pastors moved and she was searching for a home and I had told her I said hey I really think God is calling you to community um you know for your husband your baby and honestly she's been coming here for the past few months every Sunday um and when you text me I let her peek at the questions at work um and she was like wow um she but more so just her being in community um, I recently got a promotion. I was able to promote her um, in a community that I pray with in church. Three people got com- uh, promoted the other day. So it's just important that... It's power and agreement. <laughs> yes. Um, the prayers of a righteous person work, right? <laughs> so it's important because when, um, when you're winning, everybody else around you is winning. Yes. That's awesome. That's so good. Something um, that you said, Kenny, that I thought was so... Uh, worthy of note that was also mentioned by another person that we interviewed in the first service, which was their answer was, I I want to not just be in community to receive, but to also be a blessing to others. And that's always the goal. God never gives us for us to just fill up, fill up, fill up, fill up, and never share it. 
he helps us to grow so we can get to a place where then we can start pulling people up and helping them as well. Um, but something that we touched on last week that I think is very important for us to remember is that the enemy always seeks to isolate you. So Because he knows if he can get you alone, he can get you all turned around in your own mind. If you don't talk about it, if you're just by yourself, you can get on the wrong track and start believing that you're hopeless, believing that whatever situation you're in, you're on your own, that you're the only one going through this, that why can't I have it better like other people? Somebody else is more special than me. Somebody else has a special dispensation that maybe is not on my life. And those are all lies. So the accountability comes in where you can come with somebody and they can say, no, that's you're, you're totally off. This is what the word of God says, and this is what we see, and this is what we're linking up to do with you. You know, I think about there's moments that we go through life. Yes, we talk about being undefeated, and we talk about faith. But there's moments and seasons that we go through where we need somebody to come in, grab us by the arm, and help carry us along the way. That's a part of the community. When you don't have that, you end up just kind of falling on your knees but not in a way that it's like you're looking up to God. You just feel hopeless. So when the enemy works, he works to get you to a place where you're defeated up here before you really are defeated. If he can get you to think it, you, you, you know, it's like as a man thinks, so is he. So it's important for us to remember God created community for a purpose. We're a team. And so a reference that I gave before was, by the way, you should tell dad that I gave a, a, a sports reference that we, when you watch sport, when you watch sports, yeah, there's like things where it's just one-on-one, -on -one, but a lot of times these big teams, everybody's rooting for the team. Why? Because there's so many assets on the team that when the team is strong, they work together. They use each other's strengths to, for an end goal, for a victory. We need to root a little bit harder for the Miami We Heat. do. We're not going to talk Amen. about the last game. But, you know, it's always such an ugly thing when you see one person on the team that's, like, just playing for themselves. And you're like, man, can you play with the others so that we can actually get somewhere? But anyway, so it's the same thing in our life. If we, like, God made us to work together. Iron sharpens iron. I wanted to go back to something that you said, Diamond, um, that I thought was so good, is being in a community that um, will check you and that you allow to check you. And I think as believers, we have to shed this secular thought process that is so prevalent right now. Like, don't judge me. Don't judge me. And we even have scriptures that we take out of context, like judge not or you will be judged. But if we read that scripture in context, it actually says, judge not lest you be judged. And the same measure that you judge, it would be judged back on you. Why do you walk around with a plank in your eye and try to take the speck out of someone else's eye. Now listen to what he says. This is how he wraps it up. This is how he concludes it all. He says, first, take the plank out of your eye. Then you can see how that you can help somebody take the speck out of their eye. That's community. Yeah. Community is how can we help each other get those areas under control, back into submission to Christ and being able to walk this walk. And we all need people in our lives that can check us. We need to welcome people in our lives that will check us. I mean, that's what a great coach does. That's what a great teammate does. He doesn't let you just come out there and do what you did last week. No, you need to push a little harder. I think that's important because I'm big on the same discipline you allow outside of the church, you need to allow in the church. Um, like, people show up on time to work, right? Because I'll get 
grown up, but do we do the same for God? Um, so I think sometimes in the church community, you know, we walk around like, oh, the pastor shouldn't say that. No, the pastor should say that. That should be the one that you do look to for correction. Um, or your sister in Christ, you don't get offended. Or I'm not talking to her. You were wrong. She told you you were wrong. Be thankful you have somebody. I'm the friend that would tell somebody if they're wrong. And my friend is like, I'm going to talk to you because I know you're not going to. Um, <laughs> if you know me, I keep it, I, I, I keep it real ready all the to time. Talk to uh, <laughs> so I had a, you know, it's, it's not okay to allow because if you allow it, you're just as wrong. So, or if you see it and don't say something, you're part of the problem. Yes. So. Yeah, we all need some course. How important, Kenny, is it for us to be, all right, we're building a community here. How important is it for us to be patient with one another? <laughs> it, it is very, very uh, important to be uh, patient with one another. Um, we all are, you know, at different levels of, uh, you know, faith. Uh, you know, we have, um, there's so many uh, areas, like, so it kind of comes back, like, when I think about it, there's so many ways you can serve, right? So I'm always looking for ways to serve. And, you know, sometimes being patient is, uh, you know, taking a moment and find out, you know, it's your passion, you know, it's your drive, you know, being patient in terms of um, certain things, you know, you pray for it might not happen right away, but keeping the faith, um, you know, staying persistent and, uh, you know, just, just, just really knowing and trusting that uh, the things that you're praying for will happen. So, uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where everything we want, like right away and we can get it. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is a journey and, uh, you know, just again, that patience really has, uh, helped me to, um, realize that, you know, the time frame that I'm looking for is much longer. This isn't necessarily a journey for the end of the, this is a journey of life. And, uh, you know, again, God willing, it's something that, you know, is a long time and, uh, and uh, I think the other thing with patience is you have to be patient with others. And you just mentioned you have to be patient with yourself because we're going to mess up. Others are going to mess up. Right. And, uh, you know, forgiveness and just, uh, you know, again, just taking the time. I mean, obviously, don't be complacent and give up. Uh, so uh, I think that means um, uh, the world. You know, what I think it's so interesting when Peter came and asked this question to Jesus, he said, um, how many times should I forgive a brother? He's talking about a brother in the community. He's not talking about some stranger, not talking about some weird business deal that he had with somebody. How many times should I forgive a brother, somebody that I am? He's in my community. And Jesus says seven times 70, which is a mathematical equivalent of unlimited forgiveness. If the person is truly repentant, like forgive, keep on forgiving. There's no way to make a community happen without forgiveness. There's no way that the community unravels when we're not patient with each other. Diamond, why do we need to be patient with each other while we're building this? Um, I think because we're all learning still. Um, we're all going through different trials and tribulations, different things where sometimes we have to extend grace to people because sometimes we need grace extended to ourselves. And sometimes in the community, it's easy to just think about self um, and think about what you need it and not always give it. So when you're patient, you're able to step back and realize that I need to be more patient with that person or maybe I need to take the lead in helping that person um, in that season because maybe they can't. But I think also being patient allows you to um, see what God is doing 
within that community. I like to think of myself as a strategist. I'm always sowing patience because <laughs> one day I'm going to need somebody to be patient with me. But in, in, um, in real terms, I think when I see how patient God has been with me, it, it gives me grace for other people in my life and other people in the community. So um, a couple of weeks, my friend was just saying, like she was frustrated because her father was just like doing things and it wasn't like good enough for her family. And I was in that moment, I told her that's the same way we are with God. Like we ask God to do this and do that and it's not good enough for us. And we like, it's nothing, God, you know, and she was saying like, that's so important because we get upset when people don't do things the way we want, but what happens when we do the things that God don't want, right? So in that community, we have to be patient because what if that's us in that instance? What if that's us in that moment? I know for myself, going through a hard time in my own personal life, just having a community that's patient when I don't text right back or when I can't show up or um, when I, like, I just need a moment. So I think that's important because, like you just said, Pastor Josh, you're going to have a, a season or a moment when you need someone to be patient with you because um, I'm like, let's go, like, get it. But I think you learn in that community that everything isn't going to move fast, and sometimes it takes a moment for things to happen. Yeah, Diamond, you said something interesting. Uh, you can clap for her, by the way. Come on, give her a round of applause. <laughs> that was powerful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but you talked about, like, uh, and I, I love that about you because uh, based on what you just said in terms of being patient and telling someone that you might need a moment or, or so on and, um, you know, just kind of taking that time because sometimes you just don't know and sometimes people may just shut down or you go away and you don't know what's going on in uh, their lives. So sometimes um, just, again, leaning in and checking on people. Um, and uh, I think uh, for me, uh, you know, just it's a challenge, but being vulnerable and being able to find someone in your community to tell, hey, this is what I'm going through or I need you because sometimes we can't assume that people are going to know or help and, you know, the answer could be in the room, right? But if we don't know or you're not, like, opening up and sharing, that's what the whole thing about the community. So there's, I guess there's levels to it and, you know, you can build on it, but uh, just being able to just meet as many people as possible and, you know, you'll find some people that you're comfortable with more than others to, again, just build that relationship with that will pray for you and, um, that's very, very important because otherwise, you know, you could still be in the room full of people and still shut down and still go away uh, because you're not being vulnerable and you're kind of just hurting yourself, I believe. Agreed. There's, um, we, there, there's an awareness, I believe, that we have to have right now of where we are in the world. Everything is unfiltered. People don't filter what they say anymore. They just say what they want to say. Sometimes they mean what they say, sometimes they don't, but it's out there. And I think it's, it's a time where there's a lot of relationships. Everybody's social, but a lot of people are lonely. I mean, see the, the direct contrast of people being so social, but yet being so lonely. And it could be a room full of people all feeling the exact same way. I can't tell you how many people that we've been speaking to recently that have been feeling that way. And, and it, it has shown that there's been an assignment to divide people. There's been an assignment to come against, against community. the community, the church of God, godly relationships that will edify and build you up. 
And the enemy would seek to mask it in this place of, I can't trust people. People are going to hurt me. They're not really for me. If you can't find somebody that you can trust in the church, I don't know where you're going to find it. I mean, I know there's some good people outside of the church, but I'm saying, like, this is a place where we want to help people, where we want to help them grow, um, come from a place of brokenness to healing. And, and if we don't put things into perspective, we can find ourselves in a place of, because we've built so much distrust with the people around us, we've got these walls. And we could be around them, we could say, do it great, blessed and highly favored, and be broken on the inside. And it's so important for us to remember, God did not create us to be alone. There's no way, there's no way for us to thrive in isolation. No way for us to thrive. And isolation doesn't always look like you're in a room by yourself. So it's important to know that. Even if you see people every day, even if you're working with people every day, but you feel like you can't talk to somebody or feel encouraged in your spirit, that, that, that's a sign right there that you need to get with somebody. And, and I think about like with the women, we always talk about Titus 2. How it's important to have this mentorship that happens. It's important to have a link up between the women around us. And even with the men, I've been so thankful to see the men's ministry grow. There's something for everybody. There's something for the children. There's something for the adults, no matter where you are in your life. Zero to 100, as they like to say. You know, it's important that you know that you're not by yourself and that God wants you to have the right people around you. Amen. Amen. Closing thoughts on community? Uh, to tie back to what you just said, Pastor Corinne, um, in the, uh, professionally, I'm a financial professional, and uh, I'm always the person on the other side when uh, clients are talking about, you know, the markets and uh, their investments, you know, going up and down. And, um, you know, I was uh, at lunch, you know, with a client, and, uh, you know, we were just talking, and somehow... Uh, I'm always not necessarily not insensitive to like the feeling uh, that the emotional toll of seeing your money go up and down. But um, I shared that uh, I'm a man of faith and I feel, and, you know, not only a share of like, what we're seeing, but like how at the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. Right. And planning for, you know, the way that some of these people are. it's never been a good recipe. So um, I feel like a lot of that faith comes from, again, just knowing uh, who's really in charge, and just having these reminders um, of, uh, you know, the community, right? And then, uh, you know, I think it opens up because I think there's a lot of lack in faith and, uh, you know, out there for a lot of people. So being able to bring that in and uh, just not only create and have your own community that will keep you grounded um, and uh, just remind you uh, and inspire you. I mean, we're all going to, like, you know, be low on fuel sometimes. So this is why we come to church. This is why we surround ourselves around other people and uh, that community. So just continue doing that and um, leaning in the people that uh, you feel like might not be there. Because when I shared that, those that just kind of changed the mindset of those clients, right? And started discussing it as well. And they were people of faith. And it just kind of changed the whole conversation and like the love of God. And like it just changed the whole mood in the room. So it just really is important for us to just continue to have that community. And I think you've Amen. taught me that throughout our discussions of how we can incorporate uh, some of those things in conversation. So um, I think that would be the, the biggest thought there. Well, I want to be community right now. And um, I'm, I'm so proud of uh, what God is doing in Kenny and 
what God is doing in Diamond, and um, some of you guys don't know, but Diamond's husband is in the hospital receiving chemotherapy today, and I just want us to join hands and agree with her, and this is part of what being community is. Uh, she didn't know I was going to do it like this, but um, I just want to agree for Kennard. Kennard, uh, his, he brings joy to us every Sunday uh, during the announcement portion. Um, but this is what we do. We lift one another up. God, I thank you, Father, for Kennard. We all agree in faith for his complete and total healing. God, that uh, this stuff is going to go away and it's not going to come back ever again. God, we thank you, Lord, for the power of the name of Jesus Christ and the power that's in the blood of Jesus Christ. We send forth the word that heals every disease. It's the word of Jesus. It's the power of God, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, we send that out. And we thank you, God, that um, there's enough agreement in this room, God, to bring Jericho walls down. There's more than enough faith in this room to, to send the devil running, to send any infirmity running, to send any problem in the spirit or in, in the natural running right now. And I thank you, God, for the divine healing virtue of Jesus Christ falling down upon Kennard right now, right there in that hospital room where he is. God, let him know he's not alone. Let him know he's loved. Let him know that we're with him in faith and that the power of God is healing and touching his body right now. And it's over. The struggle is over. You've called him to win. You've designed him to conquer. And so, God, we thank you for the victory in his life. In Jesus' name. And as heads are bowed, I just want to pray for you today. God, I thank you for each and every person that's here. Um, it's not by coincidence. Maybe they're used to coming every Sunday. Maybe they haven't been coming. But God, your desire for them and your design for them is to be in community. God, whether it's this community or another community, God, and I thank you, Lord, that you would let them feel a spirit of warmth, God, that they're welcome in this house, God. I thank you, Lord, for those that maybe have gotten disconnected, like Kenny said, Lord, that they would be able to reconnect today. Lord, I thank you, God, that, um, that harmony is beautiful. It's, it's wonderful. Sometimes it's, a, it's, it's more work, but it's powerful. There's power in community. One can put 1,000 to flight. Two can put 10,000 to flight. And God, when we get together, we're unstoppable. God, I thank you for your people. I thank you for your sons and daughters, God. The ones that are connected, the ones that are learning how to be connected. God, thank you for the blessing of community that we don't have to do life alone. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.